What's cracking? Big. Y'all. Welcome back to the channel. Welcome back to the headquarters. My name is Nicholas, and this is B-D-G-E. Big dogs. Gotta eat. The beautiful stitched-in hoodie. Winter's coming. Winter is coming. Bundle up, baby. Bundle up in some gear. Bundle up with us on these live streams. Make sure you sub to the channel if you're new. We do live streams like three, four times a week. Helping y'all set your lineups for fantasy football. That's what we're doing today. Every Thursday, I go live setting all of my lineups. So I'm making my sit-start decisions on the spot, on the rip, off the noggin, into your face holes. I've got two redraft leagues and four, four or five dynasty leagues. So that's what we do every every Thursday. So make sure you subscribe. Make sure you got notifications on. Let you know when we go live. How's everybody doing? How's the Thursday chatter going right now? How are how art thou? We doing good? It's good, Liam. Logan, we bike like we never left. Dub, 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 dub. Sup, y'all? We in this bitch? Correct. Real on brand for me right now. Just finna what you talking about. Uh, what's good? What's good? What's good? All right. Again, uh, this is a live stream, so I don't go back and watch myself talk and put timestamps. So if anyone wants to be a legend, as always, timestamps would be greatly appreciated by you. First thing that we want to do. First thing that we want to do. Still laughing about no more bee stings. I was with bee stings yesterday. We had a good ass day. Shakshi. Left their hair clip over there. All right, we're going to get into uh, underdog picks. I know we did this yesterday. I know we did this yesterday. But I think it's worth circling bike on because there are some good plays for Thursday Night Football tonight. Put this shit on full screen. Maximize your YouTube screen right now so it looks like a damn movie. This shit looks so clear to me right now. All right, so yesterday I think we took Trevor Lawrence over 251.5 passing yards and something else. Well, what was that? Are there new programs about to open up on my on my system? My Kapschka. Who thought of the name Kapschka for that? C-A-P-T-C-H-A. Okay, sorry. Um, so tonight's Thursday Night Football. Underdog, you guys did a lot of best ball drafts on their platform this summer. They also do over-under pick'em games throughout the season, which is really, really fun to play. It's a really, really fun way to lose your money. I like to lose my money here. They also just reopened best balls again. So if your teams were terrible, if your redraft teams are doing terrible, you can redraft starting now all the way through October 14th. All right. So if you download the underdog fantasy app, first link in the description will get you there. Uh, I'm big on Trevor Lawrence right now, over 16 and a half rushing yards. I think they're going to have to pass the ball a lot to, uh, to get this game going. Cincinnati's defense is pretty nice. And Trevor Lawrence is starting to find his legs, starting to find his legs. That was one of the things that we loved about him as a prospect. As you can see the last two games, uh, last game, six for 27 on the ground, the game before that two for 21 didn't run much in the first, uh, in the first game, but I like our prospects of having T law rewrite the law tonight. All right. I wouldn't be surprised if Jacksonville pulled out their first dub. I really wouldn't be surprised. So I'm going over 16 and a half rushing yards for T law. I'm also going over 41 and a half receiving yards for LaVisca. He's been right around this range. Most of the games, I think this is just the game where they're going to have to attack the outside. Cause again, tough, uh, tough sledding against the Bengals rush defense. So I like where Visca is at eight and a half rushing yards for Joe Burrow. Seems like one of those trap lines where it's like too good to be true. You think of Joe Burrow as this like athletic guy, but he has not ran a fucking lick. 
He's not ran a lick this year. So I'm going to stay away from that. The other ones I like is T Higgins is going to be out. So I kind of like the over on Jamar chase over 72 and a half and Tyler Boyd, 61 and a half, but Boyd's been kind of inconsistent. So I don't, I don't really love that. Uh, we're going to stick with these two right now. We're going all in on the Jags. We're going to throw 10 bucks down on it. And, uh, and if you have not deposited on underdog and you use the promo code BDGE while you deposit 10 bucks, they're going to throw an extra $10 onto your account. So you can actually play with 20 if you want. Fuck it. Let's run it up 20. This is what you'll be able to bet 20 to win 60. Yeah, girl. What do you mean? I don't have the required funds. I'm broke. I'm a broke boy. Shit. I don't have a, oh, I have $11 in my account. All right. Well, we're going to throw all 11 for 33. Run it. We broke. Oh, they have to be on other. Uh, this is fucking me up right now. We got to make at least one pick on the other team, too. All right. So we're going to go with. Uh, yeah, fuck it. Let's take Burrow over eight and a half rushing yards. After I talked all that shit, let's do it. Boom. 11 for 66. We out here. Underdog, promo code BGE. Let's talk lineups. All right, so we have the Thump and Thrash. Thump and Thrash is the NYC League. A lot of you guys probably saw the vlog for that. I'm sitting at one and two, which is pretty ugly right now because I think my team is one of the better teams in the entire league, but it has not. It has not played itself out on paper. I have, uh, what, 326 scored, so my team's not even really bopping that high. I have one of the highest points scored against, but that doesn't fucking matter. When we look at my team, Russell Wilson and Ryan Tannehill at QB. Uh, so I'm not playing Jared Goff over either of those guys. Those are two really solid quarterbacks, which should propel my team. We have Kamara. We have Joe Mixon. Uh, Julio Jones is likely going to be out. So this makes this actually a, not a tough decision, but we're going to throw him. We'll, we'll, we'll act as if he's out right now. We'll throw him on the bench. We'll move one of my flex plays. We have Antonio Brown. We have Debo Samuel. Uh, Antonio Brown is going to be back in my lineup this week. Okay. He's going to be off the COVID IR list. He will be ready to run it up with Mr. Brady. I feel like low key. He has a little bit of a chip on his shoulder too. I feel like, uh, Tom Brady is going to make sure that, um, everyone that was like a former Patriot eats against the Pats this weekend. I feel like between Gronk and Antonio Brown, they're going to score four touchdowns. Brady throws for four, Gronk scores one, AB scores two, maybe Godwin chucks in one as well. Um, so I feel pretty good about Brown coming back. Plus, we look at the cornerback matchups. Let's see. You can always go on playerprofiler.com, look at each player's profile, and get a little glimpsey glimpse into whoever they will be facing off against. So Jalen Mills. Jalen Mills' coverage rating, I believe, is a – positive number means the cornerback's doing good let's look at the rankings that they have on here this is behind a paywall so you guys are not supposed to be seeing this don't tell anybody brown getting jalen mills so cover his coverage rating is much higher than the other cornerbacks here so i'm not exactly sure why he's ranked all the way down here at 47 but he is a tough matchup i anyone uh, on New England at the cornerback position just seems to be a tough matchup nowadays, man. J.C. Jackson will take Mike Evans most likely. And we can head over to Pro Football Focus to get a better look at the matchups for the New England Patriots or the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This very rarely works out, though, where it's like, oh, they have three good wide receivers. This guy's going to match up on this cornerback, et cetera, et cetera. It like never plays itself out. So I try not to look too deep into that unless we know for sure that one guy's going to get that shadow cove. 
they've redid this sheet, the wide receiver cornerback matchup sheet on PFF. This is also behind the paywall. Um, and they've just absolutely butchered it. It was like I was actually gonna make a joke about how like this is like a Las Vegas Las Vegas Raiders offensive line, what they did to it this offseason, but hard to hard to take the pants down and take a dump on them right now when they're sitting there at three and Uh, let's go to the Buccaneers. So what they did now is they didn't do projected matchups anymore. They did um, like by snaps, like how many projected snaps each cornerback is going to see with that player. So if you filter a B is like projected to mostly get JC Jackson, which not a great matchup for him, obviously uh, Chris Godwin expected to get mainly, Jones and then Mike Evans is supposed to get mainly Mills. And none of them have rated really highly in terms of uh cornerback matchup. JC Jackson has, but I'm not I'm not too nervous about either any of the Patriots D backs right now against Antonio Brown. I don't think he's gonna be their main point of coverage uh from a defensive side of the ball. So A B will definitely get into my lineup there as one of my flexes because Julio's gonna be out. And then McLaurin, Debo, of course, those are starts. The tight end position is ugly for me because I drafted Pitts in like the seventh round. This is the tight end premium league, so it's a full point per PPR, and it's between him and Goddard, and Goddard is basically unstartable at this point. I know he was on my absolute do not draft list, but he felt like the 12th round. And like I said, all offseason, man, we learn the same lesson every single year, that as long as these veteran tight ends are there, they don't have to be good. There's people like, you think Zach Ertz is going to make a difference? Like, yeah, he's going to fucking make a difference, and look what's happening right now. That's what happens. So. The tight end position, I'm between Pitts and and uh, and Goddard, and I'm just going to keep throwing Pitts out there. So hopefully he could, uh, hopefully he can have a couple blow up games every now and then. But it's not it's not fun having a shitty tight end in the tight end premium league. So we're not we can't even look on the waiver. There's nothing there. At my second flex spot, this is where it gets a little ugly because Shepard's going to be out with the hamstring. MVS looks like he's going to be out with a hamstring. Julio Jones looks like he's going to be out with a hamstring. What the fuck happened to my all my players' hamstrings? What are y'all doing? Go get a fucking massage or something. I have nobody to play in my second flex spot, so we're going to have to hit the waiver wire right now. And this process is every morning. Let's look at flex plays. Uh, Aguilar versus Tampa Bay is actually somewhat like, ugh. I mean, it's not it's not sexy, but... He gets enough targets. You know, week one, he had seven targets, five for 72 and a touchdown. Last week, he had eight targets. Mac Jones was terrible at delivering the ball, but this is a much easier matchup. Um, and I feel like they're going to have to keep pace with Tampa Bay. So we'll keep we'll keep Aguilar on the burner. We'll throw a waiver in for him. One bid. I need to pick up someone for flex. All those guys are going to be injured. Ugh, stop showing me. This is half PPR. Stop showing me tight ends. Royce Freeman, he's not startable right now. Ronald Jones, not startable. What I should have done, if any, if if any of you guys have empty roster spots and you're allowed to pick up guys now, what you should do before Thursday night games is pick up guys like Carlos Hyde. Like pick up a Carlos Hyde in case James Robinson gets hurt. Then you have what was going to end up being probably like the number one waiver wire pickup for next week. Um So I don't have the luxury of doing that because we have fab bids that process every morning. So if he were to get hurt tonight, everyone would be bidding on Carlos Hyde tomorrow morning. 
Um, and none of these guys really have standalone value, so I can't actually use any of these dudes, unfortunately. So we're going to have to scoop from the wide receiver position. Nelson Aguilar looks like the best bet right now. Um, Sammy Watkins, I guess, is getting enough targets if Rashad Bateman again doesn't play this week. He, I guess he'd be my second pick, but they're playing against Denver, and that's ugly. Uh, KJ Osborne is actually interesting because KJ Osborne is obviously their third wide receiver, but Tyler Conklin, see if we have any updates on Conklin. I believe he hasn't been practicing this week. So if Conklin's out, they're going to run more three wide receiver sets. And that puts Osborne on the field a lot more. This is Tyler Conklin during the warm-up period of the practice. He worked on a rehab field solo for the portion open to the media. He's dealing with gluten elbow injuries. Damn, he came off a big game, too. Did not practice as 19 hours ago. All right, so he's kind of a coin flip right now. The other guy, I'll put a bid in for, not a bid in, but I'll put a, a waiver spot in for KJ Osborne right now. There's really nobody else to even think about. Cedric Wilson, I guess, is not a terrible option, but I don't expect him to have really any. I mean, he gets in there and gets like two or three targets whenever he gets the opportunity. It's pretty ugly. Kadarius Tony's actually not the worst pickup because he's going to run the most routes on this team probably with Slayton and Shepard out. Um, tough New Orleans defense, but they're even tougher to run against, so they might have to just rely on the passing game. I'm gonna I'm gonna do something crazy here, and you know if the other two fall through for whatever reason, we'll have we'll have Kadarius Tony as a third backup. It's not pretty, but you got to start gluing together your fucking team at this point in the season. All right, so we're sitting at one and two there. Uh, obviously, the, my team is fucking banged up, underperforming, but I, I have plenty of confidence because we we've got our running backs, we've got good wide receivers, we've got good quarterbacks. Like the team is good, they just haven't turned it on yet. So I'm not worried about that team. Uh, e Town, get down, let's go. We got our matchup against Animal. Uh, for those of y'all asking about Animal, um, he was sick yesterday. He went to get his COVID test, came back negative. I asked him how he felt this morning. He goes, not sure, just woke up. That was at noon, and he hasn't answered since, so he might have passed away. But it's a huge matchup. Um, me, Animal, and Snacks all pulled off dubs last week, so we're all sitting at two and one. Snacks is in first place. I'm in third place. Animal is in fifth place. So big, big, big time. This is showtime right here. Um, Brady's obviously in my lineup. Joe Mixon and Dalvin Cook. We're obviously sitting on a few question marks at the uh, running back position when it comes to injuries. We have Dalvin Cook who practiced practiced in a limited fashion on Wednesday. Uh, so he is trending towards playing. Obviously, he's in your lineup if he plays. Joe Mixon is going to be in my lineup tonight. This is Thursday night. So you always put your Thursday night players in the positional spots. You never leave them in the flex plays because if someone gets injured in the rest of your lineup, you have the flexibility of moving them out of the flex and putting in different positions into that. It's a very minute chance of it happening, but it's something you should obviously do. So we have Mixon, we have Dalvin Cook. Uh, we have Chris Godwin, who I'm obviously playing. Marvin Jones also goes tonight. So the questions I have for this team are at the quarterback position for QB2. We have Jimmy G and Carson Wentz. Uh, I mean, I can't, I really can't run out Lieutenant Dan or stroll out Lieutenant Dan in that quarterback two position because he just looked awful last week. That team looks awful. They have no Quentin Nelson. So I'm hurting at the quarterback position big time. I'm going to have to roll out Jimmy G again, which hurts, but it's a good matchup against Seattle. 
Um, so he will be ranked a little bit higher than Carson Wentz this week. Also, speaking of my rankings, they are live right now. They went live today around 1 p.m. Eastern time. You can see on the bottom, I will not be answering sitar questions at this time. Please respect my family's privacy. Thank you. BDGE.store forward slash community for all weekly rankings. They go live on Thursday at noon, Yeatstern time. They're already live. Uh, so I love Jimmy G higher than Mr. Carson Wentz. Now, uh, at the flex and wide receiver positions, this is where things get a little bit dicey. We have Marvin Jones in the excellent matchup against Cincinnati. I think I have to play him. He continues to get the most targets there. My other options are here. We have Peyton Barber. Josh Jacobs is I, – I, I don't think he practiced again today. I've, I saw like three reports. Some that he practiced, some that he didn't practice. Josh Jacobs looks to be going full speed after missing the last two games with an ankle injury. Looks on track to return week four. Okay, so Josh Jacobs returns to practice. Jalen Rashard designated to return from IR. All right, so that puts him on track to suit up for – this weekend's game, which means obviously Peyton Barber is not playable. So I'm basically choosing one wide receiver and one flex spot between Marvin Jones, Chase Claypool, Chase Edmonds, and Brandon Ayuk. I'm assuming a lot of you guys are going to have similar questions about these players. So Jones is going to be my one here. With Chase Claypool, we are playing against Green Bay. Green Bay obviously has a very talented wide receiver on the outside. His name would be Jair Alexander. Now, Jair Alexander uh, will probably see a lot of Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson and Juju Smith-Schuster, I believe, were both practicing. Okay, So we have practice updates on both of those dudes. I think both of them were limited at least this week. So they are on track to suit up on Sunday. Let me see if we have any new news. Oh, yeah, Gibson dealing with a shin injury. Uh, I don't know. I will have to just keep a very close eye on that. Supposedly, it was just very precautionary. So um, if Gibson were to miss time, like that doesn't make me more excited about J.D. McKissick. J.D. McKissick will have a little bit of an expanded role, but I imagine the rookie, uh, Jared Patterson, will have more of the early down work. I don't. Uh, he's not really playable for me, to be honest. Um Someone that you can pick up if you own Gibson, if you're if you're desperate in a flex spot, I guess you could throw him in there. But I, I'd imagine McKissick would be the play against this weak Falcons defense. Who else am I looking for? Deontay. Limited Wednesday's practice, so it's a good sign for his availability, right? Juju Smith-Schuster did not practice Wednesday. So if Juju's out, that would make things interesting for Claypool because that would still be a target funnel, and Deontay would probably take more of Jael Alexander, whereas Juju would not do that. Juju did not practice Wednesday. Let's see if we have any update for Thursday. Nothing from today's practice reports. Okay. Um, so, as my second flex spot, again, we can go Edmonds or Ayuk. Edmonds would be my last option here, most likely. 
the Rams are just such a tough defense to run against to do really anything against. And uh, and he has just shown no weekly upside. Whereas I have guys like Claypool who has weekly upside. You know, I would rather have that in my lineup. And Ed, I mean, Edmonds is probably going to give you ten points, but Claypool has the ability to give you like 18, 25 points on a big day. Edmonds is not getting the goal line carry. He had the one goal line carry. He's not getting him anymore. If this was full PPR, maybe I'd think differently. I, I might throw Edmonds in there, but this is half PPR. So if he's not getting goal line work, um, and the catches are nice, but the yardage is not really there. I'm probably going to keep Edmonds on the bench here with Ayuk, man. I, I want to, I want to get spicy. Everything in me, my heart says Ayuk, but everything about my fucking big brain says, don't go with Ayuk. Ayuk got back on the field and was running all of the snaps. I think they have snap percentages on, uh, on sleeper. They do a cool update here. Uh, so he ran 86% of the snaps in that last game, four for 37 and a touchdown. We could stack Brandon Ayuk and Jimmy G. Thing I hate about that stack is that uh, when they get on the goal line, when they're in the five and 10 yard line, a lot of times it's Trey Lance running the ball. So that kills both of the players in that stack. So it's kind of ugly there. Uh, so we'll probably keep Ayuk on the bench for one more game, although it's a good matchup against. Um, against in Seattle secondary, it could end up being like a shootout game. Let's look at fantasy points allowed by some defenses, fantasy points allowed to wide receivers. Let's flip that into half PPR. Maybe the Seahawks are good. Oh no. Okay. So they're 16. So they're very middle of the pack, uh, against fantasy wide receivers. I think they're really, really generous to running backs, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they're number one. So so Seattle has been allowing the single most fantasy points per game to the running back position. That, my friends, is ugly. They're letting up a ton of passing down work. Um, so with Elijah Mitchell back, it could be more work for the running backs. I will probably sit on Ayuk one more game before I feel somewhat confident putting him back into – my lineup so for right now i'm probably gonna stick with this lineup this is where i'm feeling okay i hate i hate i hate putting dudes in on thursday night i absolutely fucking hate it but can't sit mix i don't think i could sit marvin jones at this point either so it's claypool it's jones over Ayuk, over chase edmonds for me pickled in fetal this is uh Man, this is another team that absolutely is destroyed by injuries. This is a dynasty startup I did this year. And it's tight end premium. Christian McCaffrey's already out. Darrell Henderson's been out. Uh, Rashad Bateman is on the IR. Michael Gallup's on the IR. I traded away Michael Thomas because he got hurt. So this team has drastically changed since when I actually first drafted it. Uh, I believe this is .2 per carry as well. So we have Rodgers at the quarterback one spot, obviously. Burrow is a quarterback two. Uh, that feels pretty sexy to have right there. I have Chuba, thankfully. I had C-Mac as my first pick. So um, luckily I, I grabbed Chuba Hubbard later on in the startup. My running back two spot is fucking ugly because Damian Harris versus Tampa Bay, Tyson Williams at Denver. Peyton Barber would have been a nice little play if uh, – if Josh Jacobs was out, Darrell Henderson is limited. He's expected to play. So I could throw Henderson in over uh, over Damian Harris. I'm not going to do that because I just don't want to try running the ball against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Damian Harris. So 
Pittman Harris is going to be ranked probably in that like RB 25 to 30 range for me. Um, and it's probably not someone I want in my lineup. At wide receiver, we have Boyd and Sutton, so I feel pretty good there. Travis Kelsey is my tight end. He's putting up like 25 points a game, which is a beautiful thing. As my flex spots, this is where it's getting ugly, man. This is where it's getting ugly. So I can't start Dallas Goddard, although this is a 1.5 per tight end reception. It's half for it's half PPR for running back, full PPR for wide receiver, 1.5 for tight ends. So one of these games, Dallas Goddard like has to have a good game, right? I feel like this as soon as I sit him, he's gonna have that big game. So we can look at uh, where can we even look? We can look at Robbie Anderson. This is full PPR. We could throw Damian Harris back into the lineup. I might just have to go Robbie Anderson and Damian Harris as my flex over Dallas Goddard and Tyson Williams, which I think I'm probably going to do. Let's see how the Chiefs have been doing against tight ends. Bottom 12. So they haven't let up a touchdown yet but they're letting up the 12th most fantasy points per game to the tight end position. Let's see what their matchups look like on PFF. They have the wide receiver cornerback matchups, but they also have this like tight end matchup tool, which I don't really know how accurate this is. This might be just like straight up piece of shit resource. Let's see what we got. Who are we looking for? Uh, Goddard. Okay, so Goddard's going against Sorensen. So Goddard's offensive grade per PFF has actually been super high, huh? He's number one, two, three, four, five, six. Sixth highest offensive grade at the at the tight end position right now. Your, his yards per route run are good. Top five in the in the NFL. Uh, fantasy points per route are good. So he's actually like low key. You know, if you, if you watch the film, if you watch the film, I'm sure he's been fine. He's just not getting involved because Jalen hurts is not playing well right now at the quarterback position. So maybe brighter days are ahead. He's got a really good matchup against, uh, Sorensen, who is one of the lower graded safeties who is supposed to get Goddard for most of this game. He is bottom six, number six lowest or worst ranked. Uh, coverage safety there so maybe i do look at goddard instead there maybe i look at goddard instead of we're de we definitely got to get tyson williams out of the lineup because denver's tough and he's just not getting involvement in the team do we like jamal williams they did say that swift was going to start getting more and more involved and i do kind of believe that and uh, i could see jamal williams getting more groundwork but against chicago i don't really love that tony pollard's kind of interesting Harris, Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson stinks, man. He isn't doing shit. I feel like I want to play Damian Harris over Robbie Anderson with James White out. Maybe he gets a little bit more involved in the passing game, but I don't think they trust him to block. That's the only problem. I don't think they trust him on third downs. We'll throw Robbie Anderson in there for now. I might flip that around at some point later. Regardless, so I think I have a really easy matchup because whoever I'm – okay, that's a lie. Never mind. Not an easy matchup. What league was I looking at? I was looking at uh, Thump at the Rash. All right. Fade the Fetal. Uh, this is a productive struggle team, so I'm not competing to win this year, so it doesn't actually doesn't really matter right now. Don't worry about that. What It Do Dynasty is a league that I am competing in. This was drafted at the beginning of last year. Oh, I'm playing Animal in both leagues this year. Uh, I am one of my 3-0. So me, Snacks, and Noah are all tied at 3-0 in this league. <laughs> quarterbacks we're deciding between Carr. i need two between Carr, cousins dalton mayfield garoppolo 
Uh, Carr is basically unsittable. So is Cousins, I guess. So although I do like Baker Mayfield um, against Minnesota, it's kind of a nice matchup. I'm going to have to keep him on the bench, unfortunately. So we have DeAndre Swift, who's in there as the RB1, of course. Miles Sanders, who stinks. Mm, what are the options here to replace Miles Sanders? Because he is not playing well. We have Chase Edmonds. We have Melvin Gordon. No, we got nothing else to work with there. A lot of times, if I have a predicament where I own Chase Edmonds in a lot of leagues and I'm deciding on sit starts and they're like tiebreakers, I this is a, a spot where I might diversify and I might throw Chase Edmonds into the lineup, but this is not really a tiebreaker for me. I have Miles Sanders... Uh, far ahead of of Chase Edmonds in the in the rankings, I don't know why that flipped out there. So we're gonna keep those two running backs. Um, you know, I don't hate Melvin Gordon this week either because Baltimore. I know Baltimore's injury report last week; their entire defensive line was out. I wonder. Wonder what their injury report is looking like this week because if they're missing like their four linemen and also everything was Lamar Jackson. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We get a fucking injury report. I get it. Lamar Jackson has to take a shit. He's not. He didn't go to practice. What the? What else? What else? Can I just Google this? It's just like readily available public information. Ravens practice injury report. Because if 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 they're very shorthanded again, I don't hate starting Melvin Gordon. Ravens. All right, we've got Pernell McPhee did not practice. Derek Wolf did not practice. Uh, safety Deshaun Elliott didn't practice. I feel like that's not that's not like what. I feel like last week they were listening. They were missing like four defensive linemen. Or are they already on the fucking IR? Okay, yeah. So okay, they were a lot more banged up, huh? Yeah, Brandon Williams is probably back at practice. Okay, so they're a lot healthier this week coming around, so maybe not a great matchup for Melvin Gordon, but let's check out the flex plays because we might still need to get him into our lineup because we have Ridley, we have Moore who stay in the lineup, we have Darren Waller, we have Debo who stays in the lineup, and then we have Julio again who likely to miss this game, or at least 50-50. This is where we have to decide between, oh, man, I have a lot of tough matchups. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. I got to do this live on air. Shit. So for this flex spot, this is half PPR for every position and full PPR for tight end. 
We have to choose one flex between Chase Edmonds, Melvin Gordon, Antonio Brown, Tim Patrick, Brandon Cooks, and Rob Gronkowski. So as of right now, Gronk is still, I believe, not practicing. So we'll pretend he's not in the game. Um, if Julio suits up, I'm probably going to play him, just FYI. But if he doesn't, then I'm starting to look at like I know I know what I should be doing is playing Brandon Cooks, but like I really don't want to have Brandon Cooks in my line. Oh man, he's been so good. Five for one thirty-two, nine for seventy-eight, nine for one twelve. Like, is this the game that Davis Mills throws for hundred and eleven fucking yards? Probably right because I start this guy. I really want to start Tim Patrick. I really want to start Tim Patrick. I guess he. Him and Cooks both have like a really high floor, but Cooks' ceiling is probably higher. I should probably play Brandon Cooks, uh, Antonio Brown versus New England, Melvin Gordon versus Baltimore. How you guys feeling about this? Who who are you playing between Gronk? And this is full PPR for tight ends, half PPR for everybody else. Gronk, Cooks, Patrick, AB, Melvin Gordon, Chase Edmonds. I might out. I might crowdsource this to you guys and let you guys choose who I'm going to throw in here. Let me check out the comment section. Who you guys like between all those dudes? Or even still live? Hello? Hello? Oh. I think we're still live. Cooks, 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 Cooks. Oh, you guys like Cooks, huh? Cooks is going to check it this week. Let me look at, let's look at, uh, let's look at some some lineup matchups. Let's see where Cooks is going to end up getting. Oh, they think he's going to have Tredavious White. Does Brandon Cooks even run on the outside? Let's see where Brandon Cooks has been lining up most of the time terms of the formation hello tom that's just straight up a wholesome ass comment and i appreciate you for that tom um also yo if you're watching hit the thumbs up button please and if you uh enjoy the video we're doing this every thursday so subscribe to the channel All right, yeah, so so Cooks is full-time outside, basically. Not full-time, but 75% outside, which means he probably will get a lot of Tredavious White. I would imagine that's the only thing this defense has to focus on. Hmm, that's tough. This is one of the few times where I feel like we're actually going to get a pure shadow coverage out of a defense. Tredavious White on Brandon Cooks. And I don't know if that's something I want to fuck around with. Fuck. Fuck. I feel like I got to go with one of the Tampa Bay pass catchers. Brown or Gronk, right? Like, it's got to be one of those dudes. They're going to ball out against New England. Do we double down on A.B.? 
Yeah, it's a good point, Mike. He is coming off COVID. And listen, I, I also, I personally just came off COVID. And if I had to like do physical activity within the first week of coming off, that would not be, um, would not be advised. But I also don't know what the symptoms were for AB. He might have been completely asymptomatic. Who knows? So for right now, for right now, we're gonna throw we're gonna throw Cooks in the lineup, but we've got plenty of time to to flop that around because we're not playing anyone in the Thursday night game. All right, so we'll 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 get Cooks in there. Who are we playing against? Oh, we've I already said that we're playing against Animal. Animal's got fucking Jameis Winston and Dawson Knox in his, and Jacoby Brissett in his lineup. Oh Jesus and Quez Watkins, what are you doing, Animal? Animals in the championship last last year. Uh, you know Deshaun Watson. He's got a oh, Ronald Jones, fucking of course. Yo, he better have some absolutely fucking nutritious players on the IR right now with this squad. Is this straight up just his team? How the fuck did he make it to the championship last year? No, Zach, I did not see that AB video. Did he look good? Was it was it like recent or was it like from fucking the summer though? Jerry Judy on the IR. Jesus Christ, animal. How is this your team? How do you have Quez Watkins, Dawson Knox, Miko Hardman, Jacoby Brissett, and Jameis Winston in the lineup? Love that for me, but all right, uh, let's look at go fade me. This is a the, I'm so glad I won the championship in this league last year, so I got my ring because I have absolutely no shot at repeating. All my players just keep getting hurt. Every trade I've made so far, all the players I get on my team get hurt immediately, and then all the players I already have on my team just continue to get hurt. Um, so Chris McCaffrey now out sick. My my alternatives at running back are just disgusting. Oh my god. Deontay Johnson, we got to sit your ass. Uh, let's wait for Elijah Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell should probably be back soon. Thank God I got Correll Patterson. Famous fucking last words. So Deontay Johnson in the mix there. This team is so ugly right now. We got Judy on the IR. We got C-Mac Kerr. We got Cam Akers on the IR. Deontay Johnson banged up. Holy Lord. Oh, Lord. J.D. McKissick, we're like forced to start you. Holy shit. Did I do that right? We need to start one more at flex. Uh, what just happened? You, I like don't even have a viable flex play. Do I have to put Tyson Williams back in there? This is so ugly. My rebuild just went from fucking zero to 100 as soon as C-Mac got hurt. Or I could throw... Wait, no, never mind. That doesn't make sense. Holy shit. Does Kendrick Bourne pop off again? You think I throw Westbrook in there? I kind of like that, Cinetorist. I like your name even more. All right, I'll figure I'll finish that fucking lineup later. That's just absolutely disgusting.
Who am I playing? Oh, I'm playing Snacks. Funny thing about this league is last year Snacks went one and twelve. Wow, Snacks is two and one. Snacks went one and twelve last year in this league. I was the only person he beat last year. One and twelve. I was the only person he beat, and then I went on to win the the fucking league. This is one of those leagues where it's a it's a dynasty, and uh, and it's like the parity within the league is so fucked up. Like the top half of the league is so good, and the bottom half is so bad, and it's just like a churning process where everyone, like the the rich keep getting richer, and the and the poor keep getting stolen from. It's ugly. It's just it's just so ugly. Um. Yeah, so let's answer some Q and A's. This is my uh, that, those are my lineups. I hope y'all enjoyed that. Subscribe if you're new and you didn't hate it, and uh, make sure you got no- notifications on. We're going big screen, which means time to get our glasses on. Block the blue light a little bit. Let me clear these up a little bit. Uh, if y'all are not familiar with Felix Gray, you should get yourself familiar with them. They are the most wonderful product of all time. You know, on the on the behind the business series of fantasy football, where I interview people within the fantasy space, you know, about marketing and branding and the business side of things. One of the questions I ask them at the end of the interviews are, or, or the question is, what's your best purchase made under a hundred dollars? Um, some of them have good ones, some of them whatever. If someone were to ask me that, my single best purchase would be uh, glasses from Felix Gray. These are not prescription, but they do make prescription glasses on their website. Um, and I do actually want to check this out for with you guys. Uh, Felix Gray, they're blue light glasses. So if you've never heard of what blue light glasses are, they protect you from the, the from your screens, right? Like I have a, a camera screen, a laptop screen, a big ass monitor screen. I have my cell phone screen. Um. All in my face at all times. It gives me headaches and uh, it used to give me headaches and it would prevent me from sleeping. So if you're one of those people that like sit in bed at the end of the night and you're like, you know, you're scrolling through fucking Bumble and Tinder and Instagram and checking your fantasy lineups and throwing $82 of fab on to fucking Nick Westbrook. Uh, this will help you sleep like tremendously. If you're someone who's going back into the office now with like COVID kind of simmering down a little bit and they got you back in there and you're back looking at your computer screens all day, Felix Gray, these glasses are literally the single best purchase that you can make. I promise you. Blue light eyewear. They do prescription as well. Um, so I have, what do I have? I have the hopper pair. I believe they're called. They make you look smart as shit as well, which is a nice little secondary piece to it. It's felixgray.com. You can use the link down below. It'll let you it'll let them know that I sent you, which would be helping me out a little bit. Felixgray.com forward slash Nick Ercolano. Um, but the first link in the description down below. Nash, Hopper. These are the ones I have, the Hopper. Ooh, they don't have the, the pure black anymore, though. But they look good. These are the most like neutral glasses you can get on their site. They're like very, very straightforward, normal, not really outlandish. One of the coolest tools I believe they have on their site still. I might be tripping, but I believe they have these. And if you go through my link, you'll get free shipping, by the way. Oh, you guys can't even see the screen. They have this thing where <laughs> try them on where they I think they project your face onto the screen.
This will work a lot better if you're not in the middle of live streaming, I promise. Normally, they, they take your camera. Oh, there we go. Oh, boy. Skirt. Select lenses. Oh, fuck. All right. Well, I fucked up. They have a, they have a cool little tool on there where you can actually look see what it looks like on your face, uh, which is dope. So uh, I promise you, this is the best purchase you will make. Go to felixgray.com. Go to felixgray.com forward slash my name. Uh, also linked in the description because that'll let them know that I sent you. Okay. Best purchase in the world. Let's take some Q&A. There's no link, bro. For real? Refresh your page. I think I put the link in after uh, after you guys jumped in. Also put the, the link right there. Oh, I'm an idiot. I always forget to do HTTPS before the fucking links, and it won't let you click it. Oh, we are moving in slow-mo right now. Let's go. Okay, let's run it. Um, Zeke or Carson? I believe I have Zeke ranked as the running back twelve this week, and Carson as maybe fifteen ish. So I would I would play Zeke over Carson. Dalvin and Higgins both out. Wait, Dalvin Cook was already fucking ruled out. What are you talking about? Running back Dalvin Cook practicing again. Sprained right ankle, kept him limited yesterday. He still wasn't participating in every running back drill portion of today's practice open to reporters. What are you talking about? Stop lying. You fraud. real twitter give me something julio jones and aj brown both not practicing today yeah they're probably both going to be out huh that sucks appears limited again thursday all right Aaron Fife was good, baby. Uh, full PPR flex, James Robinson or Chuba Hubbard? Oof. I will go with uh, James Robinson there. Very, very close. I think James Robinson is probably like my RB13 and Chuba maybe the 14. With James White out now, does the pass catching role go to Harris or Taylor and possibly Stevenson? So... My take on this is I don't believe a large portion of that's going to go to Harris. I don't think they trust him on third downs. If they did, I think they probably would have phased James White out to begin with, to be honest. Uh, I think we'll see a split between – we're going to see some kind of split, I think, between like Taylor. Um, maybe Brandon Bolden gets a little bit more involved. And uh, it's possible that they have Ramondre Stevenson active, but he's obviously been inactive this whole time. So 
I, I don't expect much from him week one. They'll probably use a guy like uh, Taylor. But it's going to be a headache. I don't think anyone inserts themselves directly into the James White role. Jonathan, Devontae, AB, or Kirk, flex, half beep. Y'all love you, big dog. Ooh, great question. Um, I want to say Kirk and AB are literally right next to each other in my rankings. Let me pull up my rankings real quick. Again, the rankings can be found on bdge.store forward slash community. Community. I don't know why I said it like a fucking asshole. Oh, interesting. Okay, so I actually have Devonta Smith as the wide receiver. Wait, is this half PPR? I think I got to update these rankings. I have AB as 30, wide receiver 35. Christian Kirk is wide receiver 36 because they're going against the Rams. I have Smith actually as wide receiver 33 because I think they're going to have to throw the ball a shit ton. But I think I actually might move AB down a little bit just because he's coming off COVID. Uh, I need to do a little bit more research on Antonio Brown right now to see if we have any reports from him at practice this week. Uh, between those two, I, I think you roll with Kirk there, Jonathan. I think roll with the hot hand. Edmonds, Henderson, Boyd, Jacoby, or Chuba Hubbard, pick one for flex full PPR. I, I, I ain't going to get any, I'm not going to get too cute here. I'm just going to go straight up with Chuba there. I'll run Chuba for sure. His involvement should be very, very high. Whoa, someone dropping the big fucking buckaroos. I have Kamara, Sanders, Fournette, Hunt, and Pollard. I'm hunting at wide receivers. With A.J. Brown, ooh, and sh I'm hurting at wide receivers. A.J. Brown and Shepard hurt. And Hopkins, what should I trade for an upgrade wide receiver, upgrade RB2? I have Josh Allen and Beasley combo full PPR. All right, well, you, I mean, you could play Beasley right off the rip. I mean, realistically, listen, you got you could play Hopkins and, and Beasley and get by like that. Uh, I think with Geo banged up a little bit, Fournette becomes a decent play, but you don't even need to play Fournette probably because you can have Hunt in your lineup since it's full PPR. Um, here's what I would do. I would sit on, if you're going to make moves, I would sit on Sanders for one more week, or I would sit on Fournette for one more week and then try to flip them because they're much, I mean, Sanders is coming off a shit game. You can't move him right now. Fournette didn't, doesn't have his role yet, which I think he will now because Gio might be out. Um, or you could try to push towards the Zeke owner Pollard. So I think your options would be wait one more week, try to flip Sanders or Fournette, whoever has a bigger, better game, move Pollard for um, move Pollard to the Zeke owner. I almost think trying to move AJ Brown too. I know he's been shitty and he's hurt right now, but I think the name value alone, like you could probably stack AJ Brown and Sanders or AJ Brown and Pollard, uh, and probably get something decent in return. So that that would be what I would try to do most likely. Chuba Hubbard, C.H. or Elijah Mitchell? Uh, Chuba, for sure. 
Thoughts on Marlon Mack requesting a trade worth a pickup? I'm not blowing anything uh, worthwhile on Marlon Mack. If, you, uh, if you're like a top three waiver wire, don't use it. If you're using anything more than $0, Fab, don't use it. Thank you, King. I apologize if I miss Super Chats, but if you guys are asking me what in the middle of me streaming and doing my sit starts, I'm probably not going to get around to them, unfortunately. Oh, we already did those. Start two, full PPR, Woods, A.B., Beasley, Waddle, Ayuk. Uh, interesting. Okay, so Beasley is going to be in my lineup for sure. Beautiful matchup, big game, big beast. Uh, Beasley would be the one there. This might be the week I go back to Robert Woods. Uh, the matchup is just simply too juicy. I really don't want to rely on Jacoby Brissett with Jalen Waddle. Uh, I want to see Ayuk one more game before I feel okay putting him back into my lineup. So personally, I'm probably going to go Beasley and Woods. I would not blame you going AB over Woods, though. I still need to do a little bit more research on AB to see if I, f I feel comfortable putting him into my lineup. <laughs> all right y'all i'm about to bounce out of here uh, i appreciate you hanging out with me a few things to do before we log off obviously go check out felix gray whether you got prescription or not or if you do have prescription even better they can make them with prescription the blue light are beautiful they'll help you sleep they'll get headaches cut out your life if you're staring at screens all day these are literally the single best purchase you can get link for the description link in the description link by the description link via the description no i don't have my smell or my taste bike yet but i have my eyesight bike thanks to felix gray go check out underdog go go play some pick em games over under pick them whatever the fuck you got use promo code bdge on underdog that'll match your ten dollar deposit if you want my rankings they are available bdge.store forward slash community hit that thumbs up button if you enjoyed subscribe to the channel if you're new and i shall see y'all tomorrow on fade the public all love baby good luck this week Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.